Hello, everybody. You are listening to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby, and sitting in my tiny West Town apartment is... My name is Mike. Mike David. I'm Mike. You're Mike David from the Red Bar Radio Show. Yes. Why, why do you stick with the name Red Bar Radio? You know, that's uh, I get that question a lot, and I hate telling the story. Okay, you then know, You're reminding me of a girl that uh, takes me out to breakfast and then asks me what nationality I am. Do you always take girls to breakfast? I don't take them there. I'm starving, and they're there, and they won't leave. What time is this breakfast? Uh, <laughs> like, uh, 6 a.m.? Sometimes 6 a.m. Because you're an avid runner, you like to get out early in the morning. I do. I like to wake up at about 5.30, read the paper front to back, and then... Uh, you're a quick reader. ...call a girl and meet her out for a breakfast. That's very, you're a gentleman and a scholar. What paper do you read? Um, read uh, all I, the current I ones. Papers. Where do you I go? look at the pictures of the Chicago Red Eye. Oh, that's nice. You yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You like the, did the Red Eye ever say nice things about you? They uh, did not ever say anything. They plugged our show once. That's nice of them. That was very nice yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make some more enemies. Sure. Speaking of enemies, you got a lot. It's nice. I don't have that many. Do I have a lot? I don't know. There's word on the street? There was word on the street that I should never talk to you. No. From who? Uh, people I don't remember. No, somebody said never talk to him. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. terrible thing to say. I know about it was somebody. great. It was fu- that's a great thing to say about somebody. That means that, that you've made an impression. Who said? Do you know who said that? You just don't want to say their name. Kind of. Yeah. I'll Can tell you, you give me mic. a hint? Uh, I could give you a gender. Mute the mic right now and then. No, tell no, me. because you're going to say it right now. I'll well, tell you because later. there probably is a problem I've had with them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't really. Know. Yeah, that's well, bad. You've said things on the show about them. Oh, then they must be terrible. <laughs> Not the things I've said, but the person. I'm assuming that's what the people <clears throat> understand. We don't. Who are you? You're Mike David. You host Red Bar Radio. I I do a podcast. You do a podcast, but you also stream it live. So it's stream also it an internet radio show, which is like the worst I, three words put well, together. We started before podcasting was even a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we always called it internet radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just radio, and then but we always had people like, why are you calling it radio when it's not on the radio? Mm-hmm. Uh, but because that's kind of what it's just. Well, when you're talking into a microphone and doing a show, it's you call it talk radio. Well, most people now still don't know what podcasts are. I hate that word because you don't the, like the word podcast. I don't like it. I've been using it a lot more lately. I did refuse to use that word for uh, for many years because podcast. It's an Apple branded term. I mean, you call it podcast because it's a so. What are you going to refer to it as? Thing a, that goes on an a iPod. recorded audio document. Well, a podcast isn't fair because you don't just listen to it on your iPod. But if the majority of the people that they are, don't, you really who are, how are the majority of people listening? Well, a lot of people listen on their computer from the website. But I listen oh through your website or on iTunes exactly. Or on, but there was no iTunes when this started. You know, it, it was there was no iTunes when podcasting started. Uh, when podcasting started, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you started. When I started, but it was the same thing. We were just distributing it mm-hmm. uh, differently. That doesn't mean... See, I, I never understood that the distribution method should take over the name of what you're doing. Have you ever is. said, do you want a Coke when you just referred to a soda? Uh, no, not uh, me. Well, no, it's the I'm same idea. Particular. But you understand why people would say sure. that. Okay. Well, well, do you understand why I don't of buy Of course, of okay. course. Well, I just get upset when people say... Uh, I do, when you tell people you do a podcast and they go, what is that? Well, yeah, and that's fewer and fewer nowadays, unless you're talking to an oldie. But not necessarily an oldie, but sometimes okay. Uh, Facebook, you use Facebook. I use yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I use it to promote a lot of people that I don't talk to anymore. Grade school people, high sure, school people, I have no idea. Pretty much people that are my age and your age that are married already have great? no idea. There are so many people. These are like uh, police officers. Yeah, is teachers. what I call them. Yeah, they 
they go through life and then they do the whole, we ha- found our job, we went to that college, we found our job, we got married, and now we don't know what anything is anymore. Isn't that great? We just turn into old people that are uh, naive and out of it. At 5 a.m., don't you want that life? No. At 5 a.m., whenever I'm up at 5, I want the life, but I want to be one of those married people uh, with the normal life that knows everything that's going on. With the copy of Variety on my... Uh, <laughs> Do you read Variety? Tape? No. Yeah, I don't read Variety either. All right, so we still don't know what Red Bar is. What is Red Bar Radio? Red Bar Radio is a uh, internet, internet radio, radio show, show that we started uh, back when I was 20 years old. No, no, no. Seven years ago. No, because it's... You're 27. No, I started it when I was 19 then. Okay. So almost eight years. Almost. I thought we were doing it longer. Huh. You were doing it before computers existed. No. Just talking to people. Uh, in the so we started this podcast and it was totally totally accidental. I went to a, a film school. Okay. Okay. And uh, when I got out of college, a buddy in, uh, of mine and I, we were like, you know what? Let's start our own production company. We'll buy a great camera. We'll buy some audio equipment and editing equipment. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'll charge people. To do, you know, stupid things, weddings, yeah, yeah, yeah. commercials, low-budget S- commercials. Solely a money-making venture. Well, no. We, I mean, we were very, we were always, like, really interested in the tech part of all that stuff. Okay. So we, we thought we could do that kind of stuff for money and then buy new equipment and then shoot our own stuff. Okay. And uh, I think the idea was we wanted to make a movie or something. Who knows? Do you remember who this is, the, the, the royal we that you're using? Who yes. Is this? Uh, this guy I started, his name was Ron. Okay. And uh, he was like my best friend at the time. So uh, we had all this audio equipment, and uh, we were also doing music recordings and stuff like that and video and all this stuff. And then uh, one day we decided we we just had our microphones on, and we we just started talking to the microphones. Uh, We were real into microphones for some. We thought they were so cool. Favorite microphone, what is it? Uh, I don't know. For for what I do, I prefer the Shure SM7B. Or the uh, Electro Voice RE20. What's yours? What's your go-to? Mine is uh, the one I have. Yes, the one you oh, have. Oh, I have some crappy one like yours. <laughs> Thanks. Because they all sound, the, they really sound the they same. They pretty much they do, yeah. They all sound the same. So uh, we were just talking into, into microphones, and uh, it turned into this kind of funny conversation. And then we started, like, imitating radio. We're like... Uh, when you say imitating radio, what do you mean? Well, you mean we're like... like uh, morning radio? I would be like, Ron, let's go to the weather. Got it. You know, and uh, I don't, you know, and, and so he would pretend to say some weather. So then, uh, and then we would talk, we started talking about what was going on that day and current events. And then we said, let's, uh, let's post this on our production and company's website. 19 at the time. I was like 19. Yeah. Okay. I said, let's post this on our production company's website. And we had some crappy HTML website. And, uh, and so we posted it on there, and then we, we started uh, telling our friends to listen to it and stuff. And they were like, oh, that's, that was funny. It was, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was interesting. Um, and uh, so then w- we, we started doing more of them and posting them on the website uh, like a weekly thing. And when you would go to the website, it would just start playing it automatically. It was like built into yeah, the yeah. code. And uh, so, so we're like, this is kind of fun. It's interesting. So I decided to... Go to all these other websites. Like at the time, there were all these like board at work websites where mm-hmm. they were basically just like they still have them, like uh, Fark dot com or uh, College Humor mm-hmm. stuff like that. And we would say, "Hey, listen, this is what we're doing. We're doing this little like radio thing. Yeah, uh, could you link us? 
and we'll talk about your website on the show. The general link swap. And we got like 10, 10 of these big websites to agree to that. And so they would put links for us. And then all of a sudden, like a month later, we had like 500 people who would who would listen to the show. And Which we, n- now it doesn't sound like a lot. That's a lot of people. That was a lot of – for a month like of just messing yeah, around, we were like lot. really – and we yeah. were getting emails – and it was very exciting, so we started doing it, and we branched out. The production company was called Red Bar Productions. Did uh, you name it? or I named it. It was our first video we made was interviewing this homeless person in uh, Orlando, Florida. And we just we had the camera mm-hmm. on him, and we were just asking him questions. And he was nuts, and he was saying all this nuts stuff. And one <laughs> thing he said that we didn't understand it, uh, it was he said something. He kept saying Red Bar, Red Bar. And we, we didn't know what that meant, and we had watched this video, you know, a hundred times. Mm-hmm. It was a big hit in college. We showed it to everyone was laughing. And so uh, in college, we had to come up with a production company name. Everyone had to build their own production company. So I just decided to name it Red Bar after you got the lucky video I shot. That is a sign of God if God existed. That's really brilliant. that's brilliant. It's a short name. It's easy to remember. It automatically, yeah. you automatically have an association with. Well, Red I DMC. wouldn't use it right now if I did it. What would you name it now? I don't know. Talking into mics, like that's what you said you were doing. That's boring. Red yeah, bar is a way yeah, better. Yeah, title. I don't know. Well, people don't understand what it means. I like when things are very literal and, and they say what they mean. People <sighs> are red bar. Is that a bar? What the hell is it? And there's so many bars called red, like actual. Oh, really? Bars called red. Bar None in Chicago because, though, right? Uh, I think there is at the Hyatt uh, really? Regency downtown. Well, it's like, it, yeah, they just think it's it's a cool. They go, it's a red bar. You should try to do a live show there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you have. Okay, so this started. Did in, that make sense, or was that, that like, totally like, makes okay. sense? But why did you keep doing it? Well, because of the emails and stuff. And we would look at our web stats, and every day they were growing, and we were getting so many emails from people discussing uh, the topics that we were talking about, and it got exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we saw, like, on a, a bunch of other websites, people would have, like, a PayPal link for donations. So we did that, and, and money started coming in. Yeah, that's crazy. And it was – we were having a blast doing it, and people were listening to it. So it just started growing from word of mouth and spreading these links. The link trading was doing very well. And then we branched off, and we opened up a separate website for it called Red Bar Radio. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this is still 2001? Yeah, this is, like, uh, probably six months later. Wow. And then, uh, then we started doing it every day. I, di- I didn't have a job at the time. Yeah, I was yeah. living with my parents after I got out of college. And um, are you even twenty one at this point? Uh, I think I was just about twenty one, okay. maybe under, because I do remember having a fake ID and doing <laughs> the radio show and talking about these fake IDs we made. Good ideas to get into bars. Well, they were at the time. It was very all you had to do was know how to work Photoshop, of course, and laminate it. Yeah. So we had South Carolina was the easiest idea to make. We had the ID book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we just my girlfriend used Minnesota. I, really, I highly recommend Minnesota. Even to this day, they really. Haven't I mean, changed these look it. like blockbuster cards. Yeah, like the thickness. Yeah, and, and they worked. Yeah, did they so. scan? They didn't have scan back then. Oh, they did. Well, nobody. They used did. It. Nobody oh, used you it. didn't go to Big City Tap. No, you got to go to Big City no. Tap and get scanned. That was the best day of my 20-year-old life. But we also did, like, we didn't, uh, we would never just go to bars. I don't even think we were interested in drinking. We just wanted to, like, be there. So we uh, we would call bars and pretend we were, like, producers of films in town. Be like, I got two guys You're working 20. on my production. Yeah. And we'd go, I got two guys. They're, ju- they're in town for this production. And we'd say whatever movie was in production mm-hmm. in Chicago at that time. And we'd go, we want to send them down, have a good time. I like to do favors. I don't know if you like to do favors. 
would you put them on the list and show them? And we would walk. I'm not kidding. They would put us down, and we would walk at 20 years old up to these bars, and they'd welcome us in. They'd cut us in front of the line, and they'd buy us drinks, and, and we'd have a whole night uh, on our hands. That's insane. Very, very nice. We have completely different lives. Yeah. Okay, so you're doing the show. It didn't seem like this was a goal. It wasn't just an accident, a happy accident. It was an accident that happened, and, 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 and everybody asked me how I got into it. It's very strange because I, I, if you, you would have asked me before that mm-hmm. if I wanted to do this, I would have said no. Well, now do you want to do this? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I love doing it. You still do it now. It's three times a week now. Three times a week, two hours, sometimes four hours a yeah, show, yeah, yeah. and uh, people listen on the podcast version of it instead it's, of the live You've been so. doing it for roughly seven years. Yeah. And you seem to still enjoy it. Yeah, well, it's weird. I mean, it, it can get very grueling. There were points where, you know, I would say, I can't keep doing this anymore. Why? Was, you know? why? Well, we didn't develop it into a, a business until about five years ago. Okay, but still, you're 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still super ambitious. That's not the norm, especially for guys that call clubs to cut in line. Sure, sure, sure. Well, there was uh, there was a demand for it, and it seemed like you, you can't give up something when people are asking for it. I, I think mean, you it, can. Well, not if you like it. If you like it, that's true. I mean, but there were periods where it's like, Jesus, you know, an hour. We were doing the show every day back then. Mm-hmm. It was like an hour to two hours a day. And it What was, did you record it? We first started in this dude's basement, the guy I started with. So you would have parents' to, basement. You'd have to go to this guy's parents' basement's house every day. Yeah, and that's what that kind of is yeah. what made it uh, crazy. He lived, you know, thirty minutes away in some crazy suburb, and I would have to drive there, yeah. go into the basement, and this was nightly. I had a day job. Oh wow! At that time, so I would have to work all day, and then after after that, get to his house at eight p.m. Do this show. And then, you know, get to bed at, uh, you know, 11 p.m. to to wake up for this dumb day job. So, but eventually when it got to the point where we had all these listeners and we were, we were starting to sell t-shirts and stuff is when I was like, I'm quitting the day job. And and I, I wasn't making enough money to quit the day job yet, but I said, you know what? In order for me to take this to the next Mm -hmm. level, I can't be at this job for eight hours a day. How old are you at this point? You're 22 at this point? Oh God, I really don't remember. It's two years after you started the show. In my life. (laughs) I don't know. I, 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 I've, I, I quit day jobs to focus on the show, and then if I had to go back to day jobs... Could you go back to day jobs? Right now, never, and I never <gasps> would. I don't know. Never. If, maybe you could. No, 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 no. There was no... I, I would never have to unless I totally uh, mess everything up that I've ever done. Yeah. And uh, Well, you built everything on yourself, everything. so that's good. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Unless my even if my apartment burned down, I mean, there, I I can't see losing all of our fans yeah. overnight. You know, I I would really have to go really crazy and mess a lot of things up for that to go away. Now, I just <laughs> but I to, think your fans would enjoy you really going crazy and messing sure. Shit up. I mean, that's where we're at a point right now where it's like unless I just stop doing the show, it's not going to go away. You know, uh, there's people who've been listening for five, six years. They yeah. they don't care what. We're talking about they just need it. Now. Is that odd when you meet someone that's been listening for that long? Do they think they know you? Do you think they know you? I know they think they know me. What do you think? Uh, it, it was very odd at first. I love it now. I'm very comfortable with it now. I've gone through uh, all the ups and downs with meeting somebody that's listened to you for five years, which is it's very strange because when you meet them, yes, they feel like they know you. Mm-hmm. And people who listen to podcasts for five or six years and come out to meet the person who does them are too stupid to realize that you have to remember that you don't know them. 
So they don't they don't uh, they don't remember that I'm still a stranger to them, and they talk to me like we're old buddies, mm-hmm. which can be very weird, uh, because to me they were a complete stranger, and I don't know if a complete stranger has ever talked to you, but. To me, it can be very <laughs> jarring. I'm used to complete strangers. So. Yeah. Did you ever do college radio? No. Did you ever want to? No, I didn't even care about that. Has do you see in in Chicago the college radio community is extremely strong? It, 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 it's uh, really it's very in terms of in terms twenty two listeners strong in terms of what they think they're doing. It's oh. it's insanely. What do you mean? LUW. Do you know what LUW is? No. WLUW, College Radio Station. Um, BEZ picked them up to like help them out, and then they separate and become WBZ. Chirp. Exactly, the NPR station. Okay. Now they have Chirp, and Chirp is this grounds, like they just started a, uh, an internet radio station, and it's a big deal. And I know that they have ma- It doesn't matter. Okay. We're talking about the table, the IKEA table. A quick sidebar. Uh, you see that uh, uh, bar on the window? Yeah, you have a little bar on the window. I have window. a little bar on the window with a lock, which makes this illegal. Is because someone kicked in the window before yeah. to break in. So I really don't care about the desk because there's a giant well, dent I, in it. I, what we're talking You're about is I put, I put my rocks glass on the desk, and I, when I lifted it up, there was a lot of condensation on the desk. And I, uh, You're a polite man. I didn't want to disrespect your, your You're desk. Very po- that was very nice of you. Thank you. Well, it would have been nice of me to ask for a coaster before I put it I don't have coasters. Everything's broken into it. It doesn't matter. Okay. College radio in his town would be jealous of your numbers. They are jealous of your numbers, but they don't know who you are. Yeah, well, you know what? Do you like that? You don't seem to Do be... Do I po- like that they don't know who yeah, I am? Yeah, you seem to be... No, you know what? We want... a different wavelength. I... Here's the thing. Like, we obviously want to grow and grow and grow and be as big as we can get, but... And that's different than a lot of people. You, your ambition is on your sleeve. You wear that with a badge of honor. That's wonderful. Why, why shouldn't you? A lot of people don't. The the thing is, we're not. I'm not going to work for somebody else in order to get there. I've realized that if you could have your own thing, it's mm-hmm. so much more valuable. Have than, people contact you to to work for them? Yeah, we've uh, we've had you know uh, we we were on AM radio for a while. Exactly. For I want to talk about that. You would censor yourself, obviously. We had to censor ourselves. How was that? Was that difficult to it's do? Terrible. I mean, that's were you ever over the it? reason we were fired. Yeah, it was over it. I mean, the 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 whole uh, uh, what do they call that? Um, terrestrial radio yeah. stuff. It, that's uh, going to be a thing of the past very very soon if it's not already. I disagree completely. You you think it's going to come back? No, I ne- it's never going to come back, but it's always going to be there. Yeah, but as far as is is personality driven. Oh, that's shows, gone. That's gone. Is are gone completely. But news and especially during oh, disasters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't count. TV will go quicker than radio. Cause yeah, radio is too cheap not to. But have. as far as like fan based personality driven shows, no, that's that, gone. That's over. That's gone. And it's not going to come back. But it, it, we don't need it to come back on terrestrial because we could do what we want. Would you ever want to do a second show on terrestrial? I, oh, I would take. Yeah, sure, I would take. Okay, it because it would bring fans to to this. Okay, um, would I? take it as uh, as far as to do something that I didn't want to do mm-hmm. because I had the gig probably not would you ever want to be some part of someone else's show let's say that the monsters in the morning were like hey we want you to do a segment oh yeah you? definitely okay why so not because it's that's not fun you. as long as I was having fun doing it if it turned into you know some sort of job that I yeah. wasn't enjoying then no but uh yeah I love doing I love doing other people's shows I love being guests on other people's shows mm-hmm. I love uh, I love it all as long as it's is it's fun. Like I said. you said, you started this because you were into the technical aspect of mm-hmm. video. Do you still care about that stuff? 
I do, but you know what? It's so time consuming that you you really have to dedicate a lot of time to doing that video stuff. But you seem to know a lot. I saw you a few weeks ago at a bar, and the guy that helps out with the show was there, and you asked him instantly if he upgraded to a new Adobe product or something. And yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. idea what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. You seem to be up to date with this stuff. Yeah, I'm a graphic designer as well, and I've done that for a long time. And uh, yeah, I still keep up to date with all the the new stuff uh but i just i don't have time to 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 do that right now yeah you know i enjoy doing it but like i said i mean uh like i was doing comedian dvds for a little bit we yeah did, uh dean carlson's dvd and uh joe kilgallen's dvd and we started doing mike stanley's dvd he's, the, these are all comedians here in chicago and uh so we, we we kind of produced the shoot and had camera guys come and, and do all that and then i was stuck editing it yeah and, and people don't know, uh, video editing can it's take awful. months. It's awful. I mean, it, it, it's so awful, and it's grueling, and I, I just... It's I, very important, though. There's no way around it. No. You can't do a half-assed job. But that has to be your job. Yes. I, you can't do run a comedy club, well, why not a radio hire, show, and, and edit. Why not give up that control for the editing? Well, I could, but I don't want to pay out an Got editor. It. Got it. Okay. Well, speaking of paying out people, you seem to have a lot of interns. You have a comedy club now. Yeah. You have the radio show. You have. It's not like you don't have a surplus of helpers. Are you a control freak? Sort of. Uh, not in a way where I don't know who to delegate and uh, who to, to kind of pass that, that control to. Uh, however, there's I, I can do a lot of things, so I like to – if I can do it, I like to do it. Okay. Uh, and also when you're working with unpaid interns, they're, they're terrible at everything they do. They really are. I mean the simplest – You say that on your show. Yeah. You, say, you talk like this on your show all the time. Are you being serious? Yes. Then okay, if you listen to your show, if people listen to your show, they know about Sahar, which is your intern. Sahar is the which head. Is now, in, she's not an intern anymore. Now she she's, gets paid. If she was her, so awful, why would you pay her now? Why she's would not you bring so her? awful? Can I do everything that she does a hundred times better than her? <laughs> yes. So like, that's where I stand with it. it, it, it I, there's nobody else who's going to put up with me. And so really, that's the issue. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, she gets what she has to do done. I have to constantly say, "Hey, you know, you, you're not doing this here." But now you're paying her. Yes. You don't think there'd be anybody else that would you wouldn't have to yell at? I don't. You know, is a, it just like you've already put this time in? And you, you know what? Well. Let me let me rephrase some stuff here. She's not that bad. <laughs> All right, but she is 20 years old. Yeah, and she's a 20 year old girl. Um, she's and that's also awesome. what a girl. Okay. <laughs> Hence, out of it. See, that's the thing no. I don't know about you. No, 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 no. That's what I like about the show, which a lot yeah. of my friends hate about the show. They think you're like just a, some sexist dude. Yeah. I don't know. I've listened well, if to... You, uh, guys shouldn't be offended by sexism. <laughs> well, that it's makes really, them gay. It's really working. No, no, no. See, things like that. Th- well, you yeah, say yeah, things yeah. like that. Well, because who cares? I mean, come on. But that's the thing. I know so Obviously, many... I'm not... Uh, well, I, maybe I am sexist. That's but um, that's the thing that people need. To, not need. I, I maybe don't think they don't you need to define need. the things you hate so so much. You know. Well, you seem to hate. Maybe everyone. I'm half sexist, half not sexist, depending on the woman. So you're a medium. Or sex. I'm just fair, and I base I judge people on on what they do. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying that that's sure. what turns a lot of people off. I and mean, that's actually what makes me like it. Well, somewhat. we don't want them as listeners. <laughs> I like that you say things like that. Yeah, yeah. You have the. I'm trying to make myself better, sir. I beat myself up all the time. It's sure. awful. It's just this downward spiral. You seem to embrace that downward spiral you're all right with it's not a downward spiral you're I mean, okay just, with a different path 
Uh, my brain just you tells don't... me these things, and I get frustrated. I can't. What am I going to do? Just be like, oh, God, I shouldn't say that because it might piss off some not, poor dirtbag girl. Not that you might piss off some poor dirtbag girl, but I'm that poor dirtbag guy right now. Yeah. So I feel bad. You I, feel bad when I say, like, bad things. Not when it. you say things, when I say bad things like that. Oh, sure. Yeah, well, yeah. you have a thing in your brain. I don't. You don't, have mean, that th- you don't have that trigger? No, I'm a bad person. I'm a bad person. Speaking of bad person, what happened to the first co-host? Uh, well, you know what? Like I said, he got. Uh, we started doing this as an accident. Mm-hmm. Now, it was really me talking and him going, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. So even though yeah. you were recording at his yeah. house, it was always your show. Yeah, he was interested in the tech part of it. and it, Which yeah. is great, because that's what you want. Sure. You want a guy like that. Um, but yeah, I was always like the main guy, and he kind of just said, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, three years, four years down the line, he goes, you know, this, I can't, this isn't what I want to do. But he was getting paid at this point. Well, not really. I did mean, he quit we, his were, job? we were. No, no. But no, you no, did. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I was. It, it took over to where you know, every I would do all of the work. I mean, mm-hmm. for every aspect of the show, and the co-host would just come in and sit there. Okay. And literally say, "Sit there." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ha, ha, ha. They, I mean, they never had anything to add, and it was just kind of like they had to be there in order for me to not just be talking to myself. Okay. So it, it was like that, and uh, when when I say making money, I mean we weren't making. I understand. You were still, were you still living at home at this time? No. Uh, were you making enough to pay rent? No. Okay. No, not at all. Okay. I moved out into the city. I think uh, when I was twenty. Okay. And we were still doing the show out of this dude's basement in Lake Zurich, Illinois. Where's Lake Zurich? That's it's about north? an hour and a half north of here. <laughs> so I was driving from the city. What the To hell? his house to do this Daily? podcast. And eventually, uh, I convinced him, let's move the studio yes, to my house. That makes more sense. But we had built Did in you... his basement like this beautiful studio. So we didn't, I mean, it was not. It was soundproof and it had yeah. like the booths, like a, a glass booth. I mean, this was like. Beautiful. A little overkill. Well, his dad was a, a, a carpenter. Okay. So he like built this whole beautiful studio for us there. But we moved it to my apartment in the city, and then that's when he started coming less Where and less. Where in the city? Where in the city? Uh, this was it? Albany Park. You've always lived in Albany Park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? All my apartments. Well, no, I went to Rogers Park and then came back to Albany Park. That's two awful neighborhoods. You don't understand. You can get the biggest bang for your buck in Albany because, Park. Yes. Beautiful apartments. Yeah, because it's Albany Park. Yeah, so what? I have a car. I spend all my day at home. What, what I do? Right, I guess if you're spending all your days at home. If I want to go to a bar, I'll, you know. You drive. Oh, run. I'm a big sprinter, as we discussed. <laughs> it's true. All right, so that's the first co-host. Continue on the path of the co-host. So then what we started to do was, um, and this was way before we got into comedy. Uh, what was the show? Well, the show was just, your, it sounded like a morning show. You know? We just talked about it's still I mean, it was funny. Yeah, yeah. but it wasn't you didn't like, have comedian I didn't guests. know about stand-up comedy. Yeah. I didn't know any comedians yeah. at the time. So we would put up, like, Craigslist ads just looking for co-hosts. Really? And we would get all these strange people. And then eventually we did a contest called Project Co-host. <laughs> and we had, like, 20 people like audition. like an awful idea, but a really good It was radio. very funny. Like, yeah. it made good radio. We had really 20 people come in and audition, and we had rounds. What was the, and what was the oldest? The oldest? Yeah. Oh, person? Oh, 60. Oh, God. I mean, it Did was... You, didn't you feel bad at yeah. that point? Okay. No, I didn't feel. Oh, I really? <laughs> felt bad that I, this was me oh, okay. around this man. See, I don't even know if you're joking right now. I'm laughing. I'm enjoying that you say these awful things. 
But I don't know if you're joking. No. I don't think it matters. You really have something in your brain that goes, oh, feel bad for the old man. Yeah, yeah, who's yeah. Who's 60 and doing nothing. Yeah. What about all the mistakes he made? Exactly. That's what I feel bad for. Well, sure. There's a point of feeling <laughs> bad, but you can't. I, I, it's like if I did that, I would feel bad about every little, every you know, uh, you could feel bad about a bug's life ending. Mm-hmm. If you really sit there and think, oh, my God, I was lucky enough to be born a man. The bug was born a bug. It just wants to, who even knows what it wants to do. And now it died and it's over. You can't sit around and think like that. You'll drive yourself crazy. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm doing. I take it, however, way too far. Yeah, and I you do. At least you it. know that. Like if a man dies, I won't feel bad. I'll go, I don't, that wasn't my man. I don't feel as bad as if a man dies. Yeah. I really don't. But you like bugs. No, I don't care about bugs at all. I don't care about, I, I don't want the, the animals to be beaten unless sure. you're going to eat the animal. But it's like any any uh, human being that's still alive at that age that's applying yeah, to a no, fucking it, podcast it seems sad. sad. And you see these guys now who come to like stand up. Yeah, those mics. are always the fucking saddest dudes. But and everyone like, like placates them. No, that's like, why I go outside so for a cigarette. And funny. I don't think it's funny. No, I, think I don't book is, those. This is either a person who's got like a mental thing, and that's not funny to laugh. That's at. not funny. Yeah, and a lot no. of people fucking laugh at but that. But yeah, they'll do comedy and then they'll all cheer them on because that's they're bullshit. laughing at their. That's handicap. worse. I think so. So and and it, there's no. It's sixty years old. If you haven't accomplished something, I'm sorry. You're a terrible man. Now you can be, you can be sixty and doing stand up and be great. If you started when you were 20. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're just very talented. And, yeah, but it, that's that never fine. happens. Yes, it's very rare. Usually you get literally insane people. Yeah. You're doing the co-host search. How did the co-host search go? Oh, it was terrible. I mean, we got a bunch of ster- terrible people. And again, it was like, and now I have five co-hosts that all just say yeah. And and yeah. and are there to, to, to do that. Okay. Um, but that's kind of what I wanted. I mean, I, I wanted a to bunch be... Of yes men. Not yes, man. I mean, I hate when people say that. You just said that you would find people going, Personality-driven yeah. radio works best when there's a lead personality. I completely, just like a band. You can't have everyone in the band singing unless you're the Eagles. I mean, sometimes it works. And those bands suck. But, the but Eagles suck. Usually in a band, you have one lead singer. I understand singer. that. No, I completely, I completely understand and yeah. agree with you. But you haven't always had like co-hosts that are just yes men. You've had good co-hosts before. Oh, now Your we do. current crop of co-hosts are great. Great. Yes. Great. How did you well, go from changed. shit to great? Because we were all we had to to know about was uh, terrestrial radio. Okay. That was the format. When you, who who specifically? Steve Dahl, well, Man, yeah. Cow, I mean, Stern, I never was Johnny like B. a fan of anyone in particular, but I always listened. I listened to them all. I listened to uh, Steve Dahl, but Man, you, Cow, a little bit of Stern, Opie and Anthony. Did you like any of them? I liked Opie and Anthony a lot, but that was. Years after we got into podcasting, I felt like they were the realest. On Ser- the, of, when they're on serious, when they were on, I got XM. Okay, so when you that had, first came out. So you had satellite. That's how you satellite get it. Radio, in Chicago. Yeah. For those that you don't know, they were never on here. They were on in New York and New Jersey. I mean, they yeah. were. Uh, they were East Coast I felt guys. they were the most honest, and they almost inspired me to where the show is now. Okay, as far as just talking about what you want to talk about and not having a plan and not. Uh, doing uh you know radio's version of entertainment tonight mm-hmm. you know uh i just feel like they uh they were always very honest with their audience and they were just kind of having fun uh so that's kind of where we are now i mean now it's we have either three or four comedians on the show at, at on each show you have marty on every monday marty derosa is a stand-up comic is on every monday james fritz uh, is on every show 
uh, and then we usually Kyle. have Kyle Lane is on a lot of the shows, yeah. and then we kind of just rotate out. Do you like that? The other guy. I really do. Yeah. It seems like you're having a lot of fun. I am having, uh, especially lately. Uh, and, and, you know, like uh, James Fritz is getting very, con- he's been doing the show for about four years now. If you've listened to this show, you know who James Fritz is. He's a great, yeah. great, great stand-up. And every time you see him, he's probably miserable. Yeah, as of lately, but when I met him, he guy. was one of the happiest, nicest guys. Oh, really? He's in still the city. one of the nicest guys. That's the thing. Yeah, well, to me, he's one of the nicest. Yeah, yeah, guys. yeah. But you don't get to hang out with him. That for, is true. That is true. Too long. I love James. Very cranky. And Marty DeRosa was in uh, one of my films. I love Marty. Yeah. I don't know Kyle. I've never met Kyle. Yeah, Kyle is uh, fairly new to the whole thing. Marty said that when he first met Kyle, he he was like, I don't know about this guy. And then after like a week, that's he's how like, everyone. He's thinks. genuine. I love this guy. He's, he's direct. He's very weird. Who he is first of all kyle lane he looks like like dakota fanning with ellen. a man's face you said ellen well not anymore like ellen looks different now okay he's looked like ellen she's looked like him but he has long blonde hair but it's not like a guy's cut it's like done like a woman's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hair though okay and he has this very strange face it's similar to like kato kalen's face that sounds and he dresses terrible that sounds scary yeah, no, he is scout. Like okay. I was like when I first met him, I go, "This is a freak." Like I can't talk to this guy. Okay, like this guy is weird, and he was very abrasive too when I first met him. I mean, the things he was talking about, I go, "This is just like a crazy, weird piece of garbage." Do you see the irony right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. But I always say, give give people a, a real <laughs> chance here. Okay. So then, uh. But then, as I, I, you know, he was he was doing like a bunch of film producing at the time. Kyle was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, when is this? This was uh, Not that a little under ago. a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little under a year ago, and he wanted to sit down with me and just go over some ideas of what he saw that we had this radio show and uh, how popular it was. So he wanted to. He he was just his wheels were turning. Okay, Kyle saw an opportunity. What can we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes, I want to set up a meeting. And I've he's a, a stand-up comic as well. Yeah. And I've never met a stand-up comic that has set up a meeting. <laughs> ever. I mean, they're like, they literally are like one step above homeless people. Yeah. And the fact, uh, you know, that they, they just live from day to day with... Uh, they're like angry hippies. Beer. Yeah, they are. They are. So I was like, you know what? Okay, let's let's see what he has to say. And he... I, I meet him at this meeting, and he's with his partner at the, at the time who does this production with him. He had storyboards and notes and ideas, and it was like being at a professional meeting, and I was very yeah. blown away, and it was all about us. I mean, it wasn't like, here's what I could sell you. He's like, here's what we want to do for you. And I was like, I've never – I've been in a lot of meetings with people, uh, you know, and I've never seen something this nice. I go, this is very good. So at the end of the meeting, I said, well, you know what? The next thing we want to do video-wise is do a stand-up comedy DVD for Fritz. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we would love to do that. We would love to produce that. And we, you know, we'll talk about a, a, a split here. Yeah. So I said, okay, well, let's, let's start on that ASAP because we could sell 500 copies in a month to our fans and we could make a whole lot of money and uh, produce a great DVD. So we started talking. We go... We want to shoot Fritz's DVD in, like, an authentic blues bar. Okay. So he goes, let's meet up next week. We'll go scout. Okay. So we go all over the city, and we're going to all these blues bars. And as we're walking, we go, we could, we should do, like, a monthly show 
yeah. at one of these bars. Like we could make – we were starting to talk about how to make money off of the things we do. And we go, well, if we put on a monthly show using our resources, we could sell this thing out Definitely. and make all this money. So then it, we just forgot about the Fritz TV thing <laughs> and started looking for locations to start this comedy show. Okay. Once yeah, yeah, yeah. No Fritz TV? No. Yet? Okay. Done. Ever? Ever? Well, maybe. I'm not going to be involved you. in it now. <laughs> I'm too big now. What does James say about that? I, he doesn't know. Does he care? Probably not. I mean, I, I don't think he's... Uh, you know, like, if you said, James, we're doing a DVD, that's, like, too much pressure for his heart to handle. You know, like, I don't think he ever wanted to do it in the first place. I think it was something yeah, more yeah, we yeah. wanted to do. Uh, and, it, you know, in his mind, he's like, I'm going to do a DVD. I don't even have a shirt. He doesn't have many shirts. No. He doesn't. That's true. Speaking of which, you're a good dresser. Good job. Why do people keep saying, do you know how easy this is to dress like this? Yeah, I, do I wear it all the same the time. pair of jeans every day. I don't do that. You got to clean them. Do they smell? No, no, no. That's I'm, the I'm difference. Just kidding. But I have, uh, yeah, all I wear are these black and white button down shirts. That's, That's it. good. It's, it's good. good. It's good. Well, if you're into comedy at all, you could see your competition. You're looking good. It's good. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's just as easy as putting on a t shirt. No, it's not. Why? You got a button? Oh, a couple buttons, yeah. Want to have a cigarette? Yeah, yeah. We're going to pause Let's this have a for cigarette, a and when we come back. Uh, we'll talk about the club. Talk about the club. You sound so enthused. This isn't. Has it been funny at all? Nothing. It's not supposed to necessarily be funny. It's about people that listen to you that will now call me a They're fag on Facebook. To this asshole. Exactly. Talk. No, I'm interested he in this. He thinks he's so great. I don't think a lot of people know about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right. we'll really get into it. Part two's coming up, and that's gonna where it's gonna get good. Okay. We're smoking. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at YMTE. Friend us on Facebook at facebook.com slash you, me, them, everybody. And for details on Monday and Tuesday nights at the Hungry Brain, go to you, me, them, everybody.com. And we're back. We're talking with Mike and uh, the comedy club. Let's talk about the comedy club. The comedy club. It just opened less than a In year January, ago. January, yeah. It's less than a year. January 16th, yeah. It's been going really well. Extremely well. All rep- Within six months, you've been on TVs, kind of. TVs. You're uh, part of the Just for Laughs Festival. Just for Laughs you got Festival. A lot of Twix bars. Twix bars. Why are you doing this? Well, like I you're said, you're not a stand-up. We never said that. You're not a stand-up. I'm not apparently. a stand-up. I've done stand-up. Why? So that I could I, I could see what it is. Okay. I wanted to be able to. Uh, Did you ever want to be a stand-up? Well, you know, when I started doing the the radio show, we had all these stand-ups co-hosts, and um, I've uh, known to say some uh, funny things. You're a funny man. So they they would all say, "You why don't you do stand-up? You got to do stand-up. You got to do stand-up." And I said, well, I, you know, I've seen their shows. Why do I need to get up in front of 30 people when I could flip on my computer yeah. and do it for thousands? But it is different. Gonna, oh, very different. Yeah. Very different. But also, like, with stand-ups, it's like, I don't know if so many people want to be stand-ups, per se, or if they just want an outlet to entertain people with. Entertain or vent? Uh, both. Okay. Both. I had my outlet, and I still do, so there's really no reason to do stand-up. Stand-up also is one of those things where you have to commit every part of your being to stand-up comedy to make it work, to make it good. I mean, that has to be what you uh, breathe. You have to be a committed stand-up. You can't you be. You do. I mean, it, it, stand-up, it's like when I'm watching Last Comic Standing on NBC right now, uh, it's not like American Idol, where there you could be a great born singer, 
and be able to sing. And now we found mm-hmm. you, and you're great. Let's cut a record. Yeah. With stand-up, you could be the funniest guy. You could be the most charismatic guy. You could be the biggest, the, the best entertainer in the world. You have to do it for six, seven years in order to be good at it. What about someone like Aziz? How, he's been doing it for a long time. Has he? Yeah. What about someone like The State or Stella or any of those guys? Sure, but uh, they also worked and worked and worked. How old are those guys? 40? Now they're 40, yeah. But yeah. when they got the show, they were like 22. Yeah, but you know, they were probably doing theater and okay. sketches and doing all that for so a very long no time. So you have no background in theater or sketches no. or anything? <laughs> Gross. Where do you like to go see stand-ups? How do you find these stand-ups considering you well, hate I a lot of things? I know so many of them just from having them on the show for Who do you like? five years. Let's in the nice city? Th- yeah, uh, either way. Like my favorite stand-up? Yeah, why not? In Let's the world? In the world. I don't nice know. Things. I don't really like stand-up. <laughs> what do you like, Mike David? What do I like? Yeah, what are your hobbies? Uh, if you had to make a Match.com profile, what would it say? Uh, oh, man. What are my You're hobbies? a single guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right now, it's, it's, uh, I'm just having a lot of fun. I'm <laughs> your using hobbies my are having late fun. 20s to have fun, and it's, it's going swimmingly. You're having too much fun, some might say. Too much, but too much it's fun. on a very low level. It's like a, on a gross level. It's you, not the on the show. You used to talk about wanting to move. Yeah. Do you still want to move? Yeah, eventually. Where do you want to move? Probably Los Angeles or New you York. You were just in L.A. Yeah. How was that? It's great. I okay. Had a blast. Have you been in New York? Yes. Why do you want to move? Well, there's only so much you could do here. As far as you pay all your bills. No, I know, and I could I could do the show from anywhere. But we want to branch out. I mean, we want... The show right now is like the base station to everything. The radio show. The radio show. Okay. The radio show um, uh, is like the foundation and it, it grounds everything. Okay. Everything comes back to that home base. And the radio show is great, but there's only so much you can do with that. Uh, yeah. Why? Wait, Why? Well, because... Because you're in Chicago, you can only get certain comedians? No, no, not not that, but, uh, you know, in order for the radio show to to really get huge, we've never marketed or advertised for the radio show. And it's you've... all just been word of mouth or trades. So what's the problem? Well, the, the problem is uh, you, you just, you want to do bigger and better things. What What is one thing that you want to do that's bigger that you Here's can't... Here's the thing. You can't... And it, 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 there, there's a cap on how big you can get being underground, which is where we're at right now. You still, still think under- you're underground? Yes. You've been oh, on definitely. iTunes front page. It's still underground. What's above ground then? Above ground is uh, being on TV Do or you- in a feature film. So you don't even care about radio? You have to be able to reach a million people at once. You want to do that? In order to... Well, like... Right now, the biggest podcast, I think, right now is the Adam Carolla podcast. Yeah. And that's only like 500,000 listeners. Matt, if, if that, if that. But that's, I mean, that's That is huge. huge. Yeah, that is That huge. is gigantic. And it's not You can MP- do whatever you want with 500,000 listeners. You really can. I mean, you can do a but lot But if of you that. listen to the Carolla show, which you obviously do, you realize he's begging for advertisers and listeners. Well, and- because he doesn't understand how easy this is to do. If he opened up a store... Okay. Or had something like the Barmy, which we have, where it's $10 yeah. a month for bonus content. He would be a millionaire. He is a millionaire. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, I mean, he wouldn't need ever. He just doesn't understand. He's still old school. He is, because that's how it was. They don't understand. Like, if he put out a store, he would have a business where he sold T-shirts. Okay, and the so- radio show is the advertisement for his T-shirt business. So, in an ideal world, what happens to you in three years? 
When you're 30, where I do you want to be? That. Well, Kyle you don't and do I, that. Kyle and I, Kyle Lane and I, who's my partner at the comedy club, our goal is uh, hopefully at the winter, we throw somebody else in charge of this club here in Chicago. The Entourage Club, which is the Red uh, Bar Club. The Red Bar Comedy Club, yeah. Um, we're we're in the in the process of switching over the business license to the Red Bar Comedy Club at Entourage. So, what do you mean? What? Hold on. <clears throat> Explain that. We're putting a sign on the building, the Red Bar Comedy Club, yeah. and the business license and the liquor license is all switched over. It's going to be your renamed name. the Red Bar Comedy Club at Entourage. But who will be on the papers for that? You? Uh, both of us. We're going to... You're buying the club from the We're owners. not buying. We are are being... Uh, Absorbed? Abs- kind of. Not absorbed, but we're partnering. Partnering up. But don't you see how that could go horribly awry? No, because in our our contract, we're obviously not going to be responsible for. A you still have of ownership rights. Oh yes, of the, all the radio oh, yes. stuff. Yes, okay. yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, nothing. We're not selling any of our stuff to anybody. So why would you do this? I just don't understand. Because that is going to. We want that to be our flagship club. So you want to set up other clubs? Yes. the The goal is once this is on autopilot, which it's very close to being. We're hoping midwinter. And this, and this is little, literally six months. Six months. That's insane. You know that's not the norm. We put in a ton of work. I'm not saying you didn't put in a ton yeah, of work, yeah, yeah. but that's pretty ambitious. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to go to other cities and and do the same thing. Why? Just to make money? Uh. Well. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's a great business. I mean, it's very easy to do if you do it the right way. And people people don't know that they like stand-up comedy. Yeah. Because well, they watch Comedy Central, and they're like, I like stand-up, barely. and I've never I been mean, to a show. People really don't. You know, they, I mean, their numbers aren't uh, that big. <laughs> they, they don't because it's not, it's not available to people as much as you think it is. And, well, and when it is, it's, it's kind of like they, they – it, it's like an old-school thing, and, and they don't make it – like our club, our, our our big thing is mm-hmm. ten dollar tickets. Okay. No matter who you see, no matter what night, it's always going to be ten bucks. There's not one person in the world who can't afford a ten dollar ticket. We want people to come out and see stand up comedy as much as they go out and see movies. We don't want it to be a once a year thing, which that's what it is. Yeah, so it's once, an event occasion, it's once bachelorette a year parties. thing, and that's because it's super expensive. You go to a comedy club, so that's with the your reason. Girlfriend. So that's why you think no. That's not why I'm doing it. No, 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 no. You don't. Oh, okay. You, why? Why isn't this happening in other cities? Why hasn't this happened in Chicago? Is it because it's so expensive per ticket? Well, we happen to be in a very unique situation with the rate. We know every comic, so the comics are taken care of. We know who to book. Okay. That's a huge. I mean, you can't just. The thing is, a normal person wouldn't just wake up and say, "I want to start a comedy club," because he could just be like, "I want to well, open a restaurant." To be fair, a normal person would do none of this. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, there's a ton of little unique little things that made it so that we can do this. The other big thing is you can't open a comedy club by buying your own building anymore. You just won't make the money. It's okay. impossible. Would you ever want to own your own building? Uh, the only way we can do that is if we had four or five stores, clubs. Okay. So, if let's say you have your own building. Would you do the show out of the building? Then you'd have the club know. upstairs or something like uh, that? What we're thinking of doing, Kyle and I are buying uh, like an office space in the winter. That's pretty big news. Where we're going to be setting up the radio studio in there, and we're also making it like the after-party spot where? for the club. Where do you want to do this? I have no idea. Okay. It doesn't matter. Probably downtown. So, you want to have a downtown location where you do your radio show, yeah. podcast, whatever, and people could just walk by. Yeah, what we want... Well. 
it's either that, like, we kind of want to make it like a TRL thing, like where we could do the show and people could sit outside and watch us do the show. <laughs> I don't understand why Chicago doesn't have more of that stuff. I mean, that's why people go to New York. It's exciting. And, uh, I mean, that's one of the ideas. Obviously, our show content is not going to work no. for the tourist family. No, it really won't. But we think that would be even funnier. I uh, think I love your ambition. It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not the norm. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and it's all stupid, but it, it's so easy to do. Like, people are just afraid. It's not of, easy to do, man. It is. What do you think? These people are just born geniuses who do it? No, I don't think any of these people are geniuses that yeah, do it. Yeah, they yeah. have capital. That's the difference. No. You they don't, don't have capital. You don't need capital. What are you doing it with then? I don't know. We don't have the money. <laughs> but we will. I mean, the comedy club, there's no overhead because what we did is we, we found a nightclub. Yeah. Now, don't if you copy this idea, you're dead. And <laughs> we will make sure you, I don't, you don't exist. I don't think anyone that is listening to either your show or this show would ever try to go to a nightclub and try to do anything like this. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Like when we When we left off before we took our smoke break here, I was saying how Kyle and I went out mm-hmm. to look for... Venues. Blues clubs for James Fritz's Blues DVD. Blues clubs for James Fritz's DVD. And then we we got the idea, let's do a comedy show. What We can make $500 extra a month or something. You know, that was our idea. That's still a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we were looking at bars. And we were just going to bar to bar to bar. And we passed by this nightclub, this entourage nightclub. Mm-hmm. And both at the same time popped in our minds. We go, wait a minute. Nightclubs don't open till like eleven, eleven thirty. Anyways, yeah. What if we pitch it to them? We do like an eight o'clock, nine o'clock show before they open. All they would have to do is come a couple hours early and make all this money at the bar. Yeah. The, the initial idea was we sell the tickets and they keep the bar money from the people we bring in. So we walked into this nightclub and it was like set up for a comedy show. Like it was perfect. Yeah. It was like if we had a comedy show in here, this would be the best comedy show in town. Like, it just looks incredible. Most people will open a comedy club, and they just set it up like a theater. Like, it just looks like a big black, empty space with tables. Black box theater, yeah. So we saw this place, and it was already done up. It was the biggest nightclub in the city at one point. So it's already, like, this environment that is just crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks insane. It's like like a place you would see on the Vegas Strip. Yeah. So we we looked at the place. We go, It had a stage. I mean, it had everything. It was perfect. And uh, we said, let's go home and work on a pitch. Let's stop looking. I really want this place. So we went home and we put together a pitch that was like, if they turn this down, then they're idiots. What was in the pitch? Well, the pitch was great. And like, I'm a graphic designer, so I made this like beautiful, like, why comedy at Entourage. Like, it was this this beautiful uh, poster. And it said, why comedy? What we can do for you. What is Red Bar? Yeah. How can we... Why are we better than the next guys? And and we had all the answers for that. And Kyle and I sat down. We spent about two months on the pitch. I mean, wow. we, we really... We went over every little detail possible that could possibly come up in the next year, and we figured out an answer to it. We said, what do we do if this happens? What do we do if that happens? And even in the initial meeting, we said, these are the questions they're probably going to ask us. Let's have answers for that. Let's impress the shit out of them. Yeah. So when we sat down with the girl for the meeting, uh, you know, and she was, these nightclub people are very, they get promoters coming in all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, let us throw a party here. We'll have 500 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it never really works out like that. So they're very skeptical. We went in the meeting and she goes, uh, this was like 11 o'clock a.m. She goes, I work till four. I'm very tired. 
this better be fucking good. <laughs> this is the GM of the club. Yeah. And she sits us down, and we bring out all these beautiful branded yeah, yeah, yeah. posters and presentation uh, pieces. And we did our pitch, and by the end of the meeting, she just said yes. She goes, uh, the owners have to make the final decision, but I will make sure they say yes to this. And we got a call the next day, and they said yes. Wow. And then the first Saturday that we did it, we uh, we planned for like two months after that meeting to start our first show. And the first Saturday we did it was completely sold out. We turned away about 100 people. That's insane. So they were like, wow, this is... Uh, How many people does it seat? It seats 160. And then that's a lot of people. Enough where we could pack in about 200 altogether. Wow, that's standing great. Standing and extra seating and... For those of you that don't know, comedy is not like music. Music clubs, an 800 seat theater is great. It's okay. Sure. The bottle sells out 300 people. It's it's okay. Metro's 1200 seater. Comedy clubs, what is Zany's seat? Zany's seat's 80. Exactly. So having like 60 to You're 80 doubling is doubling Zany's. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's comedy, though. Like if you have 60 people at your club, it's a good night. Yeah. That's insane. That's why yeah. there's a two drink minimum. That's why tickets are $35. Mm-hmm. It's it's awful. We don't have that. Our tickets are 10 bucks. No two drink minimum. We're downtown Chicago, so the prices of drinks are going to be more expensive, mm-hmm. but we try to keep them reasonable, not crazy. They're still cheaper than every other place downtown. So, But we thought that was the most important thing. You know, like uh, we, wa- we wanted people to be able to do this again. And Chicago really only has one comedy club, and that's Zany's. Yeah. And people, it's, it's a dump, and it's not an exciting show, and it's very, very expensive. Also, the, the type of booking at Zany's is different. They're what booking you 60-year-old washouts. Zany's in Schaumburg gets better acts than yeah, Zany's yeah, yeah. in Chicago. Norm MacDonald won't do Zany's in Chicago. That's insane. Because it's too small. Well, yeah, so he can't make the money. We have to go to either the venue in Indiana or in Schaumer to yeah. see Norm Macdonald. Well, the thing about Chicago is you can't open a comedy club of that size. Why? You'll never pay the bill. Comedy club can only be open at most Thursday through Sunday, doing two shows a night. Yeah. You're not going to do more because there's no time. So you're doing a Thursday show at a comedy club. You have one opportunity to do a Thursday show. People are at work all day, so you can do a 9 p.m. show Maybe. or an 8.30 show. Yeah. But other than that, you're not going to have anybody coming earlier or coming later because everybody has to work. Mm-hmm. Chicago is not a 24-hour city. We are not. It is a 9-to-5 city. So, so do you want to go to New York then and L.A. to do the comedy clubs? Well, I mean, there, there's a bunch of different reasons. Well, where would you do it in New York? And if We're not. I, that's not. Our plan isn't to go to the three major cities. Our plan was to, to do this city as well as we could. Okay, but now were, that you've done that. Well, we're, I don't think... Well, maybe we have, but the competition is terrible. I mean, it doesn't mean much to me. I'm not just because I'm the best out of the worst doesn't make me happy. I I won't. What would make you happy? Well, uh, I I mean I'm pretty happy, but uh, I I I don't know. I just I always think it could be better. That's great. You know that's not the norm. Sure, but that's why people stink. <laughs> what they do, and they work some dumb job all day, and then they die. I just don't have the time. I need to have, like, a blast. You're just going to die. There's no... <laughs> remember that feeling you had before you were born? Do you remember? No, because it doesn't yeah, exist. That's what happens when you die. I promise. <laughs> promise. Cross my heart. Who do you like? In the world? Yeah, in the world. I like this. Jennifer Aniston. That's do you know good. her? I do know Jennifer Aniston. Uh, I feel like I, I, she needs a hug. Why do you like Jennifer Aniston? She never did anything for I me. I don't know. There's something about her. That, Obviously, uh, the show Friends, or was it the movie Leprechaun? No, and I don't even like her that much. 
But there's something about her when I see her in these smart water ads. The smart water ads are quite I go, good. You could, there's a lot of photoshopping in those smart water ads. And I don't understand why it's not working out with her with all these people. What'd I feel like of, we uh, could, she must be a pain in the ass. What do you think of Jennifer Aniston on 30 Rock? She was on 30 Rock? Like I don't watch it. two years ago. Current events. That show is a little silly for me. You don't like 30 Rock? No, I do. I, I just don't watch primetime. I never have the opportunity. How did you make this a business? The radio show? The radio show. Because there's no comedy club without the radio show. Well, when we, we know how you made the comedy club. How did you make this? Well, when we started to notice that we had uh, f- like people, like fans, mm-hmm. we go, well, what a... You know, and I, I came from like... Uh, when I was in high school, I hung around with a lot of bands and stuff, and I promoted shows, and yeah, I made yeah. flyers for bands, and I kind of... I produced a couple of concerts you yeah, know, yeah. at your local bowling alleys and stuff. And uh, I noticed bands made their money off selling uh, merchandise. Yeah. CDs, T-shirts, stickers, patches, stuff like that. Tchotchkes. Oh, patches. So we, we, we go, oh, let's sell T-shirts. And that was the first thing we did. And my dad happened to be in the industry. He uh, ran a uh, embroidery company. They did embroidery uh, okay. stitching uh, for hats and Okay. Stuff like that. So he knew all these people in the screen printing industry, and he got me this deal where it was like $2 a T-shirt. That's insane. So, you know, I go, I could sell these T-shirts for $10 and just pay 2 bucks and $1.75 for shipping, and then we'll make the rest. So we were very humble at the time. Okay. And, like, the first week we announced the T-shirts, we sold, like, 200 shirts. That's insane. So that was, like, a ton of money. Yes, that and is we a ton like, of money. this is awesome. Like, yes. this is great. So eventually, you know, we we uh, developed like a whole store. We sold shot glasses, stickers, hats, t-shirt, like five different kinds of t-shirts, hoodies, DVDs, posters, and that it, we were just like making a shitload. I couldn't ship these things out fast enough. I w- I have like two hundred orders a week, and it was just uh, that's a insane. lot. Insane. I'm still backed up on orders because I I haven't put anyone in charge of running the store yet. I'm still doing it myself. Um. And and that's like a full time job in itself. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Running the 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 store for the radio show. It's like a totally different company. So uh, that's when it became a business. And like I said, with the bonus content section, we have about three hundred people a month who pay ten dollars a month to listen to uh, bonus content that we put up. Yeah. And there's like uh, thousands of hours worth of bonus stuff and videos and interviews and stuff like that. So I, I mean, some that's it, the business model. It's just a store and the bonus content. That's all you need. We don't do ads anymore. For someone that imbibes as much as you and, and enjoys life as much as you, yeah. you have a strong work ethic. Well, it was. Um, I didn't enjoy life as much until I got to this point. I always said I always saw all the people I went to high school with just partying, partying, and uh, they didn't do anything. They just figured, like, life has this path, and you mm-hmm. go to college, and you get this job, and they figure it out for you. And I never thought that was good enough, and I hated working for other people, and I always I, – I, I hated – I mean, I hated being told what to do always. So when I found that I could do this myself, I said I, – and I was enjoying it too, which is the different part. So I would – all of a sudden, I would be 15 hours in front of my computer working on all this stuff, mm-hmm. and the day would be done – I, I didn't go out for years. I didn't party. I didn't drink. I didn't uh, have much fun. I just worked on this stuff. But that was fun for me. Of like, course, I understand. was yeah, the yeah, fun yeah. part. And now that it's kind of set up, now I can do whatever I want. <laughs> a lot of fun. I mean, on a small scale, of course, of but course. It's, it's still great. Like I said, I always tell people if it stayed just like this forever, 
I'm content. I mean, this is, uh, I don't, nobody tells me when to wake up. I don't have to be anywhere at a certain time. I, I just, it's that You're to the me boss. is better than having millions of dollars. You're the boss. Yeah, you yeah, are the boss. Yeah, 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 Accept yeah, yeah. that. It's not yeah, a bad yeah, yeah. thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, well, that's negative now. Boss Why? is negative. You're the boss. Yeah, you say I like a lot to of be negative called things, though. Leader. <laughs> <laughs> I just like being able. To, like, if somebody goes uh, the leader, do you want to get in a car and and just go somewhere, and we're going to be gone for two days? Yes, let's do that. I can do that. That to me is better than having money in the bank in case you have a baby. <laughs> Do you want to have a baby ever? I probably you might want to one day. Right now, there is no way. You don't got a lady or anything like but that? But I'm very open to my mind changing about that. What does that mean? If it changes. Well, because I've never predicted anything in my life. I've just kind of done what I You've wanted You've never to had do. a goal for any of this. Well, there's sort of goals, but they're very loose. And I, I feel like if you stick to a goal, then you're forced to do something that maybe you don't want to do because things change. So I've just kind of gone to, like, if you would have asked me if I wanted to open a comedy club, why would I open, want to open a comedy club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know wh- where it's going to lead to. You're open to it, a lot of different things. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, anything. Yeah. That's insane. But there were times when I, I never wanted to get married. I could see myself getting married. Now. Yeah. Even though you're not dating anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> something I could see myself wanting. Just you and the smart water But the lady. baby, no. Not at all. I mean... You never want to have kids. I think... Th- no. Why not? Right now, I never want to. I don't care about human life, <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> I don't know if you're being serious I right really now. don't. I find it to be uh, an who was your idol? Who was your idol growing up? Growing up? Yeah, yeah. Who did you... It was like, that's the guy... That's the woman. I, I didn't idolize anybody. You never I, he- who was your hero? Who was your Enrique Ingl- Iglesias song that you thought of? You know what? I always thought that it was is foolish to idolize someone. I thought I thought you should idolize what you do. You've never wanted to be better as a as a not business guy. Do I want to be better? Yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah. That doesn't mean I have to idolize someone. No, that's tr- you're to totally that. right. Is there anyone you look up to? I should say. Um. Yeah, there are people. Uh. No one in particular. I mean, um, you don't have to have one. I'm just asking. Yeah, I don't have one like set in stone. That's probably some... better. Yeah, I, I I always thought like when I would go to friends' houses, they'd have like a Green Day poster. I go, why do you have a poster of dudes like on your wall? I understand that. None of this. Ga- it's like, how can you be a fan to someone else? It's like, don't you feel so worthless? Like, oh, they're so awesome. It's like, but why aren't you awesome? Do you see my poster over there? What is it? It's a Mr. Rogers poster. Yeah, yeah. That's my idol. Yeah, but that's funny, too. That's not funny. Rogers. That's complete. He's your idol? Yeah. Mr. Rogers and Bozo. Two idols. Those are my two idols. Yeah, well, they were entertainers. Those are two guys, nice guys. They made everything okay. That's why I like them. And I like those guys because they calm me the fuck down. Sure. Oh, I like plenty of people. Yes. I just, uh, there's nobody that's like... That's why I'm doing it. No, I'm, like you're him. doing it for yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to do it for yourself. Obviously, not obviously, but you should do it for yourself. That and drugs. Yeah. What are you doing? This uh, whiskey I'm drinking here. You you gave me Evan Williams. I love Evan. Not Williams. bad. It's great. By the way, you you came in in the hundred. No, I've brain. had it. We're we're big fans of. On the show, we drink Canadian Club. We used to drink Seagrams. Yeah. Uh, and I bought Evan Williams once, and I love how they mimic uh, the Jack, Jack Daniels, Daniels bottle. bottle. Yeah. I mean, it's like insane. Uh, and it's not my favorite whiskey, but it's good. But uh, my my curious eyes right now are are 
Wondering why it looks like apple cider. Yeah, I was thinking about that, it's too. It's very foggy right now. You've, Either your ice is dirty or... You've had about f- six ice cubes in that, and now there's one. So you, you might it's have... probably a, dirty ice. You might have a dirty might water problem dirty ice. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's there's some... Right. It still pe- tastes great. No, but, it, but you can see that it looks oh, like cider, right? Also, there's a lot of condensation in the glass. What if you just wiped it clean? Would that change it at all? Uh, no, foggy. it's a little foggy. No, it's no. Where you just wiped it, it's not foggy at all. Okay, that's just the condensation. It's sweating right now. Sweating. That's what my uncle called condensation on his cell phone when he brought it to the AT and T store. That's page. weird. He goes, "My phone is sweating." He goes, "Sir, your phone can't sweat. Your face is wet." Yeah, uh, is my face wet? I'm boiling in here. By the I'm way, I'm really. I'm losing about thirty pounds. It's great. You need to lose some weight. You're you're an overweight man. Am I? No, not at all. I just know that you're I was weight very, I just lost uh, about 10 pounds. And you're obviously single. And uh, can, we ask, can we talk about your tattoos? You're it, this really is like going to one of these breakfasts with these girls. They this is the go-to questions with the girl. <laughs> and then I'll tell you the go-to questions with the people. Are the girls like also you. like eight beers in? Well, these girls don't understand that I've been with 100 of them this month. <laughs> So they think, like, every one of these questions oh, is snowflake material. They're totally different people. It's great. They go, no, I used to be like you. I, what does that even mean? Uh, what, what, who af- am I? Afraid to party? I'm not afraid to party. I've seen well, your- why do you say that you keep making that comment? Oh, we're totally, because I've been with 100 girls? In this month, a, yes. Exaggeration. I, even so, we're different. I don't care about that shit. I'm done. It's not that I care about it. I'm just doing what's fun. And what's fun That's to not me fun is- to me. It gets fun. It wasn't fun <laughs> to me. I hated it. Okay, okay, continue. Believe me, I was a one girl. I was a very long-term relationship person. Well, because I don't want them to go li- listen to this guy. I'm not mocking you. Like, they think I'm going to, like, like I, uh, when I'm over with this show, I'm going to jump on a surfboard and then... <laughs> That'd be great if you could jump on a surfboard. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not that guy. It's just very strange. It's strange to me but that if you I'm do- doing or, that. But if you're so. doing that, you are that guy. Now I am. Then you're that guy. But there, now I know <laughs> how people become those guys and why aw- how awesome it is. Okay. It okay. is awesome. Okay, okay. That's because you're 27. Yes. Okay. And eventually, yeah. It's, it's going to get no real sad plan. real soon. It's no plan. It won't get sad. It'll get great. <laughs> Every girl, they ask the same questions. Well, you have Nationality. Tattoos. You have your sleeves rolled up. All of my tattoos, the only thing they mean is at 16 years old, tribal was in. You got tattoos and at 16? And to have a tattoo when you were in school was badass. You got a tattoo at 16. All of them, except for this one uh, I don't right know, here. That you gotta watch the red it. bar one that oh, I that's got nice. recently. Well, that makes sense. I got them. I was very big into the punk rock scene here in Chicago, and I went to this place called Wizard of Ink on Fullerton. It was by the Fireside Bowl, and it was it was a dump. I mean, it was they had no good reviews. You probably had like an AIDS tattoo, is what you're saying. Well, I mean, if you look how terribly done this tattoo is, <laughs> I went in there. I had forty dollars on me, which I thought was a lot of money at the time, and I said, "What can I get for forty? Forever?" And he's looking through the book, and he showed me like three options, and I go, "This looks fine. Give me this." <laughs> and you have it on your forearm. And I went alone too, alone, not That's even a friend sad. at sixteen. Was this before or after a show? Uh, or no th- show. No, this was during the day. You drove from drove the suburbs. From the suburbs to, get a to, the fireside, uh, to this place, Wizard of Ink. And this it was like a 60-year-old man, and he was just excited to get a fare that day. Yes, yes $40 he was. $40 during the middle of the... That's no one gets tattoos like on a Tuesday, midday. <laughs> so 
Uh, he did this tattoo, and I didn't know it was all like bloody and scabbed over, so I had no idea what it was supposed to do. And it was my first tattoo, and I, uh, a week later, I looked, and it's all jagged, and there's spots missing from it. It's a very <laughs> bad tattoo, and I was really mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I drove back there, and I said, "Look at this. You got to touch this up." He goes, "Who are you?" I go, "You, you just did this tattoo on me last week." He goes, "Let me see your ID." And I didn't have. You needed to be eighteen. Yeah. So I go, "Oh, I don't have one." He goes, "Do you have a receipt?" I go, "No, you didn't give me one." He goes, "And this is the guy who did the tattoo." <laughs> He goes, I didn't do that tattoo. And I go, are, you, are you kidding? And I'm little, at 16. Like you look little. Oh, you are little at 16. Yeah. You shouldn't be getting tattoos. So at I just 16. had to eat it, and I didn't have the money to like go somewhere else and get it touched up. And this was the only the only reason I went there is because I heard rumors that they'll do it to kids. <laughs> Which at 16, I lo- might as well have been 12. Yeah, like, you look. 12. Are they still open? Wizard of Ink, no, is oh, gone. They what a shock! Have closed down. And then, I, you know, the other ones were other places, and I got one in, in uh, on a vacation to Florida at the time. Were and you... they're all stupid. I mean, they're all, they're all, uh, what can I get for this much money <laughs> stuff? And it didn't matter. You just, nobody, it wasn't like now where, like, people are all getting tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, you got a tattoo because it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you do it again? A tattoo? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Um, would you cover those up? I want to. I don't know what they could. I've just gotten to the point where I don't care. It doesn't. The only thing I do well, if care all these about girls is girls at breakfast are asking yes, you. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, and, and what is the difference? The people who get the entire sleeves, it's all the same fucking shit. They think it's impressive. It has nothing to do with meaning. It doesn't have the. Oh, really, some squiggle flame down your arm has more of a meaning than my stupid crazy tribal squiggle yeah what it's, does that actually mean in no, tribal nothing it kind of looks like a pterodactyl on one of the arms the other one I when people no ask idea. i go this one is for my dad that died and this one is for my mom that died and this one is for my niece that died and then you're gonna fuck yeah that's nice and there's nothing to say so i just say uh, I, it, it, that's the only reason i want to get him cover up the questions are so you ever had the same question since you were 16 no because i didn't get a tattoo that you had because i was smart enough not yeah. to get a tattoo that's sure. the difference sure all right, so uh, I got one thing I want to talk about before we close this up. You were listening to this show, and I was talking oh, about no. comedy and women in comedy and all that stuff. And you were saying, what were you saying? What do you mean? You oh, were... you listen to my show when I talked about your show? Exactly. Ah, sneaky. I know. That's not sneaky. You told me to listen. Oh, I did? Yeah. We were outside of Coles. You said, listen to the show. I no. go, Okay. Um, you were talking about uh, it was the daily. A lot sh- of people talk about that. it was the Daily Show specifically. How they now have Olivia Mum on the show, mm-hmm. and how that relates to women in comedy. And the Daily Show was accused of sexism. Sure, sexism, which is a word that people. I feel that people like that that word, guys and girls. There's a lot of guys who like to be on that sexism mm-hmm. side or the gay rights side or. But you don't see them sticking up for stuff that really needs to be stuck up for. What needs to be stuck up for them? Well, there are a lot of things. A lot of things. I mean, you don't have a lot of white guys sticking up for black racism. What do you mean? Well, there are a lot of white guys. And in this city, I mean, if you live in another city, you probably don't see this. But in this city... For those of you that are not in Chicago, Chicago is extremely segregated. Sure. The worst city in the nation. Sure. A lot of white guys... Liberal white guys, mm-hmm. uh, especially in this hipster scene, 
they like they are fighting for uh, women's rights and gay rights, whether yeah. they do that for a for a living or not. I mean, that's kind of like something that they wear on their sleeve, of course. Uh, but you never see like a white guy like that stick up for other sorts of races. Mm-hmm. It's like that's kind of like the trendy thing to stick up for, and maybe it helps them get laid or something. Or maybe that just fits into their group of friends a little better. They like to sit around and bitch about how women are so hated against. But you see the women who complain about that. Yeah. They're not normal women. They are women who choose to make themselves look a certain way or act a certain way. And those are the uh, the types of women who tend to complain about it more. When you look at a feminist, you've got... uh, army shorts and piercings and it's like but that's not true at all not like you're being discriminated against because you're nasty to other people outside of your group i would disagree completely i don't i disagree there are plenty of women that are never complain about sexism because they're happy (laughs) okay what's the different what's the definition of feminism though i don't know being a bitch It's equal rights. That's all it is. Well, there are equal rights. Everything is equal. It really is. And that's what I was saying. For women, I mean, come on. What I was saying on the show. Find a hobby. What I was saying on the show is that it's not necessarily sexism. It's just that if you only have 10% of women applying, of course you're only going to get 10% of women on the show. And that's what I said, too. Yes, but you didn't hear my argument because you were saying that I was saying. I only listened to part of it. I understand that now. No, what I'm saying is it wasn't sexism for The Daily Show. Yes, there's one woman, but yeah. there's an eight-person staff, and, and if it's a roughly a 10% to 20% ratio of women applying, of course you're only going to have I, one woman. I am just like, if I'm you know, in my position, I've had a lot of reporters who do interviews, and they always shoehorn this question, and you uh, notice you don't have a lot of females up yeah. on the bill. What's, you know, what's behind that? Well, there are not a lot of there's female, not a lot of female comics, comics that are good. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot of well, female, a lot comics, of female comics, and there's only one that would work at our show. Who would work at your show? Beth Stelling. Beth is great. That is the only one that would work on our show. And she, I'm not going to... You're not going to cater quality, her, quality over everything else. Just because we need to fill in that girl. Of course. Thing. But that's what everybody does, I think... What I, do. I don't think there are people out there with ill intentions towards women. If you have a woman that can do I'll, the job, bullshit, great. really, bullshit. bullshit. But those people are pieces of shit. Yes, yeah, but not everyone knows but that. There's not that many of them. I don't think. I disagree completely. Actually, really, yes. like, give me an instance of somebody that would do that in the rock and roll scene or the music scene. Or, I don't sorry, in the any, music scene in any or industry. The comedy scene, because the comedy that I go to is like, like what you're saying. It's this hipster underground bullshit. Yeah. So of course it's all women, men equal sure. bullshit. And you're Believe right. Me, we want good There's comics. Not nearly if there enough. There's a great female comic. We will put her. And on. I get that completely. But yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. saying initially was just that it's not necessarily racism in the Daily Show part or sexism or whatever. It's the percentages of who's applying. Okay. That's all. I thought you were calling it sexist. No, I wasn't calling it sexist. I was saying that them getting Olivia Munn, who is not funny, who is not a comic, that that is pandering and bullshit. That's what I was saying. I think she's good, though, at what she does. I don't think she's good at what she does. You don't think so? You don't think she's good? I'm not a fan. I understand why people like her. She's got a great personality. She's She's got an okay personality, and that's where they hired her, because she's cute, and there's way funnier. Cute is a big deal. fucking funnier female comics that they should have hired. Cute cute and hot is a big deal. But she's not 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 hot as in hot. I mean, hot as in in right now. But that's the thing. I don't understand. She's not hot. She's not. She kind of is. No, she's not. 
No, she's not. She's that fucking bullshit geek humor hot, which is shit. But that's a big... I get that. Audience. And they already have John Oliver. They're not going to get a different audience than John yeah, Oliver. Yeah, yeah. John Oliver gets those same yeah. fucking people. I'm telling you, a Maria Banford, she Who? ain't going to sell... She's funnier. Yes, but it's not a competition of funny. It is a competition of funny because she's not... They already have the geek crowd. That's what I'm saying. They're not going to get another... Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the point? Well, maybe Go the... for a Maria Bamford. Fine. Yeah, but it's not a. It's not like it's... Uh... Go for an Alicia Tyler. That makes sense. I know, but you're also forgetting that maybe those people aren't uh, in you line really, for that position. You really don't think that they would take a job at The Daily Show? Listen, if I was sitting there... Uh, doing the radio show, and I go, we need a female co-host. No, 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 no. I wouldn't go, who is the funniest woman in the world, and where is she? If you, had... I would go, who who right now would want to do this? Bullshit. First of all? Bullshit. What man. do you mean? If you had that power. You... I do have that power, and you know who I'm using? People that are available. I get that, but you can't pay people like the Daily yeah, Show yeah, can yeah, pay yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. It's a well, money thing. Listen, if somebody came in and they said Olivia Munn wants to be your co-host, I get that. I would look at that and I would go, you know what? I like Olivia Munn. Mum, Munn. You like her. That's the difference, though. But I don't. A lot like of her. people. That's the difference. That's the difference. A lot I just of people don't find do, her though. funny or charming, or just find her fucking annoying. Really, I find her the same way I find women that have the mouth open slightly a little in the model yeah. photos retarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the that is the norm for the photos. But you are also one of these freedom fighters for these women. You want to see the the gross, dirty girls move Who's on a up. Gross, dirty girl. Well, these hipster girls they're not uh i like how this started with me saying i'm not sexist yeah, yeah, yeah. and now it's just me being sexist. i just don't like ugly girls mean <laughs> girls i think every girl should be happy and nice and beautiful do you see the irony in that <laughs> why that you're not nice to a lot of people i know i know by the way i listened to your show with uh that girl that did the blog um christy Triton. christy Triton. it was a funny show yeah yeah that was why did you have her on uh, i wanted to have sex with her but didn't you know she had a husband? Yeah. And did anything, like, you, you were like, fuck it, I'll still try? Because that was a bad, she, like, she's not. She's not good. No. Um, it wasn't for you. I sort of have a sense to, like, when uh, I I always look at what opportunity can come from. <laughs> not the sex part. But when but she for wrote that me one was for the directly blog, that. No, because I had a lot to say about like you all knew. the other stuff. So you knew that you could attack. Well, because, yeah, like, I've seen her in the scene, and I've always kind of. I haven't seen her yet. Is she uh, any good? No. Oh, probably not. Okay. I don't know. I've never seen her. But yeah, I, I you just said you saw her in the scene. In the scene, I mean, I've never seen her perform. Oh, okay, okay. I've just seen her You've at seen her like shows, yeah, and yeah, I've yeah. always been like uh, in the dark, slightly attracted to her. And um, yeah, so I, I uh, and I've heard stories too that you know, oh, this husband uh, understood, thing understood, real, understood. Uh, so I was like, oh yeah, you know, come on the show, and then I'll, that's where I'm at my best. So maybe my charisma will, you know fool her into thinking that this <laughs> I like is that I, the reason why I like that show and I think a lot of people should listen to that show because you were blatantly honest like why she asked like why did you bring me on the show she goes I wanted to have sex with you yeah that was nice to hear that well I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with that is well, it's I, different I mean, than a lot of people I like there's that you, a lot of people who think those things and no, no 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 yes you're right they think those things you say those things well then, what service would I be doing to anybody if I didn't? I'm I'm uh, trying to entertain people. Uh, it's working. There's no point of holding me. Me lying to her would just make me look like. Well, why did I book her on the show? I understand that. That's why What's I like point? it. That's why I'm saying. If, yeah. 
That's the show that people should start. And with. I do want to have sex with her. <laughs> Still? Yeah. Good for you. Of course. She actually uh, emailed me the other day and said, say? Uh, please stop telling people you want to have sex with me. <laughs> I have a husband and it's disrespectful. And I said, uh, piss off. You know, <laughs> Get lost. I know this sounds real mean, but I like that about you. You're very honest. There's no, you know exactly where you stand. I want to make like things you. clear, though. I'm not doing it to like. Uh, there's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, I'm just an honest person." No, no, and no. Then they you use are honest. That to to like like just be to to explain why they're an asshole. No, no, no. You don't do that. Like, I'm really not trying to do that. But you hear that? Don't you hear that all the time? Yes. Like, sorry, dude. I'm just honest. That's the same or people. A lot of girls will say that too. Yeah, but that's the same people that explain why a joke is funny. Yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. funny. I just don't want to. I'm not trying to brag about. I know being honest. I'm just. I, I don't find these things mean anymore. It shocks me because I'll hear stories. You don't like, have a normal job. That's why. That's why you don't go on the real world, man. Right, that's why. When was the last time you were on a fucking bus? Uh, not too long ago. I Train. Thinking. Yeah, but those people are just like corroding old potatoes <laughs> from the grocery store, like on the bottom. They're uh, not like on the bottom of life. The bottom of the potatoes. But I live in Albany Park, which the Lawrence bus is. That's it, awful. That, it's I like used to live in Albany Park. into like that Ghostbusters thing where they kept all the ghosts. <laughs> and like that's what all the people look like. It's just Why like, you, oh, I, I didn't know there was this kind of species of people. I can't believe you live there, man. Out there. I can't I believe it, you live there. It's awful. But uh, yeah, somebody said to me the other uh, day, they go, you pissed off my roommate so much. Like, you can't even come over to our house. And I go, what? What, yeah, what are you talking off, about? Man. I didn't even know what I She goes, she bummed you a cigarette, and you asked her what her name was. And when she told you her name was Meredith, you said, oh, boy, I don't. That's like the worst name. <laughs> but it was a joke. Well, yeah, it was like teasing. Yeah. But yet you're right. Some people They're like dumb. that's like. Holy shit, why would this motherfucker say that to me? I'm trying to get into the world where I can figure out both. You don't need to be in that world. You haven't but, been in that world for years. That's the difference. I know, but some people like some people get really mad. Like a bar I, I, another girl the other day goes, "Dude, you fucking pissed off that bar and like that Which guy bar? wanted to kill you." I don't know, some uh the Continental. Well, that was a 4 a.m. bar. They want to kill I was everyone. Like, what? Was it the doorman? Because yeah, I know yeah, the yeah. doorman, Derek. He's like, he was doing everything in his power to not Derek kill you. Was, like, Derek and his roommate. Like you said, some Derek ass. and his roommate listened to, his, to your show. Really? Yeah, they, they know you. I don't know. But, it, yeah, it's that's strange well, to you're me. You're in a 4 a.m. bar. That's the problem. No matter what, you could have said, well, like, yeah, have a nice yeah, yeah. day. They'd be like, fuck that guy. Yeah. I don't know why they get so angry. Like, Because they're, they're at a 4 a.m. bar. Okay, but that's their business. But they don't want to do that. They just do that. Well, then they, do what you want I to do. I agree. Listen, I always compare it to this. I hate the end of the night at the bar. They scream at people to leave. It's like, it's not even like actually 4. If you say you're going to open at 4, then at 4, start having people leave. Yeah. I understand that everybody is so super strict. But you can't scream at people to leave... Your establishment, I, I always compare it to this. You're at the Olive Garden, and it closes. <laughs> they don't take the food out of your hand and go, Let's go! Everybody get out! Well, the difference between the Olive Garden and the bar is the Olive Garden can't get a ticket. I spend more money at the bar than the Olive Garden. <laughs> it's true. So, it's fuck true. off. I see your point. I don't understand it. It's just so rude. Have you ever worked in a bar? Uh, No. That's the difference. Well, I, I work in a bar now. No, you don't work in a bar. The you host club. at a bar. 
I don't host. I work all aspects that, of that place. Really? Well, no, I don't bartend. Exactly. Then, but, then don't. Yeah, but then don't do it. This is part no, of the you're gig. right. You're right. I think a bartender, I think it should go back to this like old thing. They should be your friend. I, I'm, that's what I do. They should be, uh, They. it should be like, welcome to a great time. How can I make you have a great, enjoyable time tonight? That's true to a point. But then they get, it's the people they don't leave, and you yeah. kick them out, and, and they're drunk. You're, do you leave? Well, here's the difference. Kyle and I only go to hotel bars. That's different. That's very nice different. That's very different. And then I'll come to like a 4 a.m. with the comics, <laughs> and they're like, get the fuck out of the bar! Yeah, that's different. And I'm different. like, hey, that's hold different. on a second. Yeah. This was expensive. That was different. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. Well, Time I and get place. it, but it's Time just, and place. I just don't like being yelled at. Last night, I was bartender this week, and I wanted to stay. I really hoped that the whoever drove home drove and died and hit a wall and perished. From your bar? Yes. Because the guy is, an, is a former military guy, so you can't threaten him with violence because he's a former military guy and scary. Yeah. And his girlfriend ordered expensive shots and didn't tip once. Listen. So fuck When em. you throw a house party, I let my guests keep your shoes on. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I had a party, and my floor was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the, the, the things you have to do when you have a party is be prepared to clean up after your party. I get at that. At the end of the night. I get I that. I don't understand why bars can't have a plan. Listen, people are coming here and drinking straight booze. They are going to get drunk, and they probably won't listen to us, and they'll probably be acting weird. So you know what? We need to be able to deal with that. And if you can't deal with that, get the fuck out of the bar business. Because, But certain people you can't rationalize with. Well, you have to plan for that. We do. We do plan for that. And Every bar to, plans for that. But you could rationalize with me and they still scream at me. But at a certain point, they're just tired. You can't understand that? I know they're tired. Come but on. you don't think I'm tired when I'm working the comedy club? I won't scream at somebody to get out. We have people all the time in between shows. We have a half hour to get the old audience out and the new audience in. And it's a ve- it, 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 you have to do it on time. I get that. Or it fucks everything up. And we'll have people sit there, and they're drunk, and they will sit there and drink. And the last thing I will do is scream at them. These are customers. I understand that. These are why I exist. So I, I go that. up to them and I, I, I don't, I'm not the guy yelling, but I know. you have to understand why they're yelling. That's all I I'm saying. I do understand, but I think they, they're tired. They hate their fucking jobs. That's right. And they take it out on the people who make their jobs exist. I, can, I think that's yes, wrong. Yes, you're right. I don't do that. I think a lot, most bartenders don't do that. The few that do, the doormen that do that are said that they're doormen. They want to be bartenders. They want to not be that big sure. oaf. I get that. Sure. That's all I'm saying. And they want trouble. Like, doormen. Some of those, some of those guys. I've always said this. Like, not Why every... would you want to be a doormen? You want it, things to be boring and safe? You're yes. a mall cop because you want to chase somebody through Bullshit. that Bullshit. There's three reasons to work in a bar. Women or if you're whatever. Women, women, money, and booze. That's it. That's like wanting to be a cop and not wanting to blow a kid's face. No, that's bullshit. No. With a gun. No, you want to be a cop so you can drive wherever. You can treat people like shit. You could have a gun. I feel like door guys are the same way. No, no. I feel like they can't wait till someone starts up so they can throw them out and be like, yeah, I threw them out. Most of the time. Yeah, but you're working in like nice bars where people are working on poetry and rhymes. Yeah, I'm working in the easiest of bars. I know that. I know that. I'm a different gunner. I'm in the shittiest. I'm making the least amount of money dealing with the least amount of problems. I know that. You're working at a bar where people come to work on growing their beards. That's true. We have decent beards at the yeah, brand. Yeah, very good beards. Let's end this interview because I need to drink more beer. Okay. It's getting late. Yeah. What time is it? Holy shit. All right. 
It's a question from the Kids Book of Questions by Gregory Stock, PhD. Pick a number between one this and two. This is what you do? This is what you do. Number between one and two? 260. Uh, 260. There you go. That's how I know it's done. All right? You're going to keep making fun of my gimmicks? I love the gimmick. Bullshit. If you can ask your parents any questions for an hour and know that they would tell you the absolute truth, what sorts of things would you ask? Pretend that they would answer everything, but afterwards would forget that they even talked to you. Uh, I've already got these. I would ask my dad, do you ever jack off to the thought of me naked? I would ask my mom the same question, Mm -hmm. and then I would ask them if they want to have a three. Good. And then I would do it. Oh, that's nice. Yep. And they wouldn't remember. They wouldn't remember, no. That's nice. No, they would remember it. Oh, do they listen to your show? Yeah, they do. Oh, so they know all the daddy touch they my know head. all that stuff. What do they say about that? He goes, I, I, they don't say really anything about it, uh, and I don't know if they listen to the whole shows anymore. Okay. They they listen. There's a lot of content. Yeah, there's there's too much. And, do you give um, free barmies? Do they have barmies? Yeah. No, they don't know how to get into that deepness, but yeah, they know. I've said to my dad, I go, you know, like one of the hit things on the show right now is a song I sing about you washing me in a tub while I'm like an adult. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? Why are you even saying this to me? <laughs> he doesn't care. That's delightful. But that was a nice question. Yeah, from Gregory Stock. Can PhD. I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. What would you ask your parents if you can get the uh, honest-to-God answer from them? I'd ask my ma, uh, why did you fuck? And I'd ask my dad, where were you? Where were you? Yeah. Oh, he was Never around. met him. Never met him. So deal with that, sir. Yep. Bringing it up at the end. What should we plug? You don't need any plugs. <laughs> You're fucking fine. Yeah, I want to plug something. We get the comedy club every Saturday and Friday the comedians night. Comedians You Should Know show every <laughs> Wednesday night at Timothy O'Toole's. I love that show. I will be there. Uh, Hanging Cole's, out. Cole's open Cole's mic. open mics are good. C-O-L. You don't go to, don't go to Entertaining Julia, do you? Um, Have you been to Entertaining Julia? I think so. On Town Hall Pub? Julia listens to our show, right? I don't know. Beth Stelling hosts it with the Putter Boss. You don't oh, like the putter no, balls. No. I love the putter I, balls. It's not that I don't like. I actually like them, but What's you know, from? I don't know. I'm I love not the in the play balls. school comedy. Oh fuck off, man! You don't. Uh, I don't like props. I don't like women comics. <laughs> you don't like women comics. No. It's great. I don't like male comics. Really, you just I mean, don't like things. I like comedy that's just you like, like scooters like and cigarettes, yelling it about things. So you like Doug Stanhope and Joe Rogan, and that's it. Not even. I mean, that's too you political like for me. Louis C.K. Not even. Who do you like? I don't know. All right. You know who I like? Patrice O'Neill. He's but good. even I'm not like a. I don't like sit around and listen. To Have com- you seen like, Patrice O'Neill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. No, not live. No. Are you having? He's I great. used to listen to Opie and Anthony. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Good, good night, everybody. You're not a comedy fan. Enjoy it. Redbarradio.com. Redbarradio.com is the podcast, and Redbarcomedy.com. Every is, when does this go up? Is it up before Friday? Well, night? today is Friday. I know, but will it be up before 6 p.m., you think? Yeah, but most people will hear it on Monday. Oh, okay. Because of the download situation. Oh, all right. So, plug whatever. Hannibal's going to be there tonight. Uh, tonight, yeah, Hannibal is headlining, which is going to be great. We yeah, have Nate yeah, yeah. Craig from L.A. I don't know Nate Craig. And Marty DeRosa being Oh, the, Marty. Is our house MC. Great show. Hopefully. Redbarcomedy.com. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for having me. All right, good night.